Welcome to Current Fresh, the podcast about current freshness. My name is Ian Sheriff, also known as Three Letters to our lovely guest today. Hello, I go by five letters, uh, some of the time, Alejandro, some of the time, Lopez, the two of the folks here, and Al to my sister. Did you say five letters? I said five letters, yes I did. Yeah, you may have heard me mention uh, five le- the five-lettered fraud earlier on the uh, podcast, but... Here he is. He's not a fraud after all, and he's one of our first and most primordial listeners. We're giving you all five letters. Yes, yeah. I'm really excited to be here. I saved up 300 of my box tops from uh, stealing cereal boxes from those <laughs> recycling it um, from neighbors to, you know, submit that to the sweeps mistakes <laughs> that Crent Fresh did and did not really have to become a guest here today. <laughs> oh Yeah, we yeah, were going to so have that sick child on, but then Lopez, he came in, he took all of the box tops, and now he, he's here. He stood <laughs> in my way. <laughs> yeah, so sorry to Make-A-Wish Foundation. Just want to <laughs> apologies. Uh, five letters had to come on and give us the hands. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your favorites. I was saying that earlier to uh, one of my roommates. Giving people a, the hands. I, like, I remember Lopez most for saying that he was going to give me the hands in Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of the times it was a false claim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you you love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Oh, but yeah. Um, well, I feel like we I, got Hank over here. Oh, at the last minute, I get introduced. <laughs> <laughs> trying to break out and introduce myself. It's me, Hank. Uh, I also have many names. Actually, just two. Not really that many. Um, the other one's Henry. But uh, yeah, uh, funny story because go way back with this guy right here. This entire alter ego of Hank only exists because of. Uh, uh, yes. Hello. Yes. I, I, I did dub you Hank first day of college. And you know, we, we do go way, way back. I think July 2014. I was like, no, don't when, call me that. I do not like that name. No, no, no. You said your, your, your uncle, I think, called it to you once and <laughs> yeah. you did not like it. <laughs> yeah, it was little. But it stuck. It did. It stuck like gum on a shoe <laughs> or in hair before it's caught. Oh, God. Does peanut butter actually help take gum out of hair? Do you want to find out after the pod? Sure. Yes. <laughs> Henry. <laughs> oh, it, by the way, Alex here. Bob hey, Mike. Alex. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Hi, Bob. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Alex, anything new with you? Um, no, you know, usually I can uh, use this segment to talk about something that's wrong with my car. Um <laughs> But I, t- I took the ferry here today. Oh. So yeah, we're uh, we're uh, uh, what's the opposite of landlocked? Oh man, island an, an island. <laughs> <laughs> You're waterlocked. Yeah, yeah. The ferry uh, probably took you through all the glorious canals and Lowell. Did you take the gondola? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I took the gondola down Lowell. Um, I got served soup as pizza. Yeah. Um, and it was a grand old time. You? you see I, Rowdy. Yeah, Rowdy. Rowdy was there. He was uh, swimming. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't but know. he's a bird. Well, he's a river hawk. He's a he's river a hawk. hawk. He's an osprey. Yeah. He's a master of all three environments. Yeah, earth, canal, fire. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've made that joke before. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, we've definitely made a a duality of man joke. That's a great episode, also. By the way, if you want to watch that, shoutouts. A definitely good episode. So that's it. That's your story. You came to Lowell. You came to Lowell. Yeah, that's what's new. I, I woke up uh, for the first time since the last podcast, and I came to Lowell. 
who activates you like when you wake <laughs> up? Like <laughs> Hank has to come over with like a with like a broom. He hits me a couple times. I'm the fairy master. Yeah, I just do so much research for the show. I just get go into these comas. It's crazy. <laughs> Is it like in New Vegas when you wake Mr. House out of his? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact about that: when you skip the dialogue, there he his animation completes. Like where he like slowly rises out of the the coffin. Yeah. What, what is it? It's like oh, a yeah. chamber. It's and like if you if, if you skip the dialogue, he pops up <laughs> like a jack in the box. Yeah. <laughs> the first time I played it, I like jumped out of my seat. Yeah. <laughs> you done this to me. I usually give it some sort of flair like that. Bleak Tartarus yeah. hell. Sometimes I kind of uh, explode like a pinata when he hits me. Yeah. Um, Mostly he just explodes like a pinata when I hit him. Pa-pow! So, uh, Hank, what's new with you? You exploding people like pinatas? <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, just like in my off days. Um, been working a lot, you know, taking care of the, uh, the kids. Got uh, two and a half of them left. All right. Um, the rest uh, have uh, perished. Um, having, uh, <laughs> oh, how morbid. Yeah, having them mummified. <laughs> and then, uh, then they'll be cremated. Oh, I'm sorry to hear uh, about Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about um, Sour Diesel. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Sour Diesel. He's too good for this world. I thought they were all girls. <laughs> <laughs> it is a girl. Oh, <laughs> all right. I'm not going to get in the way of that. Uh, and our our lovely guest. Anything anything fresh with you? What's current? What's current? Everything's current. Every day there's something new. That's everything's current here in the current zone. <laughs> <laughs> the current uh, orifice, I, I I guess. But uh, you know the usual taking the uh, MBTA every day to uh the baked bean bean town Boston Massachusetts. <laughs> the bean apple. The bean apple today. Or excuse me. This week, only two days without a delay. Nice. I, I was, you know, re- really uh, excited about the fact that I, or I guess not excited about the fact that I wasn't able to nap longer on the train on the way in. Oh, so, you nap on the train? Hell yes, I nap on the train. Fall asleep immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I am so petrified of some of the people I see riding the T. <laughs> like, uh, in, in the morning, you know, it's just professional, so it's okay. You know the character that always has his boombox out, like, <laughs> yeah. on public transportation? What is wrong with those people? Um, they're they trying to spread a little bit of good music. Uh, <laughs> you, you should really check out take. the uh, Instagram page, Subway Creatures, to see what really comes out. Yeah. Oh, man. Shout out to Instagram. I used to care a lot about my Instagram <laughs> getting famous, but, you know. That's good. I'm gl- I'm no, glad I just we... care about other accounts getting famous. <laughs> I'm glad we have um, somebody in the, the Krent universe here who's on the streets or the trains, so to say. Um, you know, you should give us any any stories you see that it will give us the pulse of the train sure. network. Yeah, you want to be our train correspondent? Yeah, I'm the train correspondent, Daphne. I love rapid transit. <laughs> <laughs> Calling the MBTA oh. rapid is a huge disservice <laughs> to the MBTA. <laughs> Lopez well, no, just made it, a very subversive joke that we're not going to explain. <laughs> no, the rain makes it slide faster. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> makes the orange line work better. <laughs> Especially the green line once it hits the streets. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I did. I do have a good story. I was on the Lowell line um, a few years back. I, I want to clarify for our out-of-state uh, oh, listeners. Yes. Uh, that's a different line. That's a different. That, line. That's the commuter rail. It's run by Keolis. It's not run by the MBTA. It's, yeah. they, MBTA. it's overseen. They're by rival them. factions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. I, I stopped in Winchester, a very wealthy suburb of Massachusetts, one of the wealthiest in Massachusetts, but it had been stopped for about 20 minutes, and there were two people, both carrying weapons, looking to steal the bag of the conductor. What? <laughs> they what were, type of weapons were they? Knives. 
Oh, stabby stabby. The conductor's Damn. bag. You mean like the guy who collects the money? Yes. <laughs> they they wanted to steal the uh the, the coin the you know the satchel of coins. He's got like less than a hundred dollars. Less on than a hundred dollars, but these people did not care. They were escorted by the police in Winchester. Hopefully, oh, escorted right to jail. <laughs> no trial. No trial. <laughs> <laughs> Was it like one of those train heists where the people are like climbing on the roofs and like trying to get in the little top holes? It was not like Snowpiercer. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't have to live on the train. In like two months, it's gonna look like Snowpiercer. Um, I won five dollars on a five dollars scratch ticket this week. Hell yeah! Oh, you got your money back. You love yep. to see it, and you gotta reinvest. No, exactly. <laughs> Dude, one day I spent $1 on a scratch ticket, then I won $2. Oh, you told me this yeah, story. Oh, yeah. I think can you, can you update us real quick on that? No, how, what, how are you up now? I have $5 left, and I'm still like not even close to running out. Like That's, that's a whole week of buying $1 lottery tickets. I was getting mighty number nines. Mm. It's See, I actually don't believe you. I think you're out. <laughs> no, no. I, I think you're down and out. I've <laughs> spent maybe $10 on lottery tickets, and I have 17 so you no, basically I should say you had that's a <laughs> bit able to, no I'm saying Hank doesn't know how much money he won he's, he's, he's probably out you got five dollars left over that's he's, how the lottery works you win like forty dollars occasionally but then you realize like oh I'm down like four thousand like globally yeah. I mean he needs some way to fund his Charleston Chew habit yeah he's got that euphoric eye dude I need that creaming agent I, I do have to say I love Charleston Chews oh it should have uh, been the last episode I, I wish so good well I think we're gonna we'll start hopping into some new friends uh, our guest actually had a new friend for us, and maybe he can cue that up. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Uh, I did come prepared uh, this time around. My new friend, uh, he goes by two names, uh, kind of like Henry oh. and Hank himself. Uh, form the uh, politician formerly known as Richard Goyen Paul, a.k.a. Nobody. Um, oh. Mysterious man. Mysterious man indeed. What do you mean, a.k.a. Nobody? Is, that like, his, is that like his WWE name? <laughs> he legally changed his name to Nobody. The Boston Globe reported and posted a picture of his license on his, with his permission showing that his name is legally Nobody. He uh, was a former candidate for mayor in a small, uh, small town in, in New Hampshire. Wait, what's his in last New Hampshire. name? Just Nobody. Oh, I thought he was named legally nobody. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like N slash A for name. He, his failed, you know, campaign. His campaign ended in a failure, but his response to the failure is something any optimist can, you know, commend. Was there some sort of political message between, uh, you know, for him calling himself nobody? Yes. Or? Thank you for bringing that up. He had, uh, he wanted to give people an option that they could vote for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> he had wow. si- you know he had signs posted throughout the uh, various yards the dozens of yards in Keene, New Hampshire uh, that read nobody tells the truth <laughs> nobody can fix the economy and nobody cares about the poor <laughs> I-, I love it you love it when people go around and they try to suppress the vote <laughs> <laughs> I love voting for voter suppressionists <laughs> <laughs> one, one of his biggest campaign promises that I'm, I-, I wish and every other uh, politician would you know, support is that uh, he he'd lend an ear to citizens who quote have beef with the police. Oh, oh shit! But what was really extravagant about this man? He he responded to his failed uh, mayoral race by saying, "Well," and I quote, uh, "Well, the people of Keene have spoken." Seems like they're very keen on. <laughs> <laughs> 
and clearly <laughs> they prefer to see me as governor rather than mayor. Right. <laughs> we got to give so, Hank the uh, the pun of the week here. <laughs> yeah, Hank Still wins the pun of the week. That was really good. Can't wait to hear what you got next week. But he's uh, definitely my new friend, uh, nobody. So I guess I can o- I can say that nobody is my friend and have it be both legitimate and sad. <laughs> Let's hope he doesn't get any uh, into any shenanigans with Batman Rolexes. <laughs> I mean, he sounds like the type. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention, he has multiple convictions and has been in jail ah, before. I knew it. Are any of them funny, or are they, like, real convictions? I think they're real. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll make sure he gets his own wing of the Krent House suite. We're not, we're not kind of... Well, I'm, I'm going to stick it up on the uh, wall. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, edit. We have to go get a new wall now. Yeah, the <laughs> wall <exploding>. fell down. <laughs> Studio's falling apart. It's Krent. It's Krent. It's fresh. No, it's not. Well, <laughs> I got a new friend Ooh. for us, but um, you know, since this is the Halloween episode, um, I gotta mix it up. I got a new fiend for us. Oh, because this is a guy I don't really like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is an Australian guy. His name is uh, Ken Ham. Um, <laughs> so Ham lives in the United States, and he's previously most famous for opening a Noah's Ark-themed Christian fundamentalist amusement park in Kentucky. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, this year, he's asking his followers to put something a little different in your kid's Halloween candy bag. Um, so I don't like this. He's <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> he suggested that they supplement um, candy or giving gospel tracts to kill, uh, children by... Um, getting some of his own products that he sells from his website um, and giving them out to the kids instead. And uh, his big suggestion was his fake novelty million-dollar bills with pictures of T-Rexes on the front and with warnings of eternal damnation on the back. (laughs) (laughs) Quote, kids love them, he says on the website. So, uh... I love no. as a kid. I loved damnation. Yeah, no, I love getting a big million dollar bill uh, with a T Rex on the front. Um, what do you think he meant by the T Rex? <laughs> I don't know because he probably doesn't He's, believe in evolution. I would say. Oh, definitely not. No, it definitely has some sort of meaning. But um, you know, I I don't like this guy. You got to give out candy. Don't give me. Go give me some novelty items. Um, we're a pro candy show here, but uh, but 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 you would you rather s- have that than you know dental products given to you, dude. Getting floss, for getting floss. Treat. Yeah, I think sticky hand would be a decent non candy thing to put in a, mm. a candy bucket. Maybe like, maybe some silly putty. Yeah, sticky hand though. <laughs> you can like whip it right in their face and slap. Yeah, <laughs> those sticky hands, man, they last forever. <laughs> I still have at least several stuck to my ceiling of my home. But according to a quote on Ken Ham's website, this million-dollar uh, novelty money is, quote, worth way more than a million dollars. Oh, wow. What's it worth? Um, Does he not say? It's like a million and one dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, if I was a kid and I got a million dollars, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Well, it's more than a million dollars, but... um. This is a new fiend here, so we unfortunately we're gonna have to subtract one new friend. No. Oh uh, yeah, a new fiend. Yeah, sorry, the yak. Uh, you gotta go. <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, come on. I'm a Halloween fundamentalist. I we you put you give out candy, you give out treats, you don't give out uh, novelty items. So he's you don't a re- open he's a religious up... fundamentalist, and you're a candy fundamentalist. Yeah, I'm a Halloween fundamentalist. <laughs> oh shit. Um, Spreading the Halloween gospel. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think this guy's a shill for the dental industry. Oh. Or the Christian industry. <laughs> the Christian. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew that. But um, yeah, Ken Ham, I'm going to give him a thumbs down. We're all thumbs I, I just thumbs downed him. Yep. Um, Ebert move. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Hank, you got okay, a new friend for so us? So, my new friend, because now that the yak's gone, we need a new animal friend <laughs> replacement. Oh, I hope you didn't pick the one I picked. But. <laughs> Uh-oh. Did you pick a certain special someone named Moudini? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, anyways, officers in North Ridgeville were in pursuit of a cow named Moudini, who made an attempt at freedom on a Tuesday afternoon. Officer Jim Larkin, which is just like a very police officer sounding name, he, he put the story on the Facebook page, but... They were sent out for a call of a cow falling out of a truck near the intersection. <laughs> he said that a truck was pulling a trailer when the back door suddenly popped open, releasing the cow, Mudini, who, <laughs> who made a concerted effort at freedom. Not just a regular effort, but a concerted effort. And they are trying to corral... So, Jim Larkin quotes... Officer Ryan Jones is now there, and they are trying to corral the fastest cow I've ever seen. Though, <laughs> <laughs> no, in fairness, my experience with cows is quite limited. Larkin said there were three cruisers, not just one, but they had three separate cruisers of police officers trying to corral this cow down the road, and they chased it into an open garage. And th as they were there, the officers were celebrating of finally capturing the cow when Moudini made his way through the back door <laughs> who knows how he opened it and then they ca they crowded him into a soybean field and the owner finally showed up and his solution was to release more cows <laughs> <laughs> and so Mudini was like oh my friends they're finally here and then he went over to them and they were all easily able to be captured and, uh, yeah, his name is Moudini, so he probably orchestrated all of that. I wouldn't be surprised if he picked the lock to escape the truck in the first place. That's just, like, it takes a criminal. Like, <laughs> it takes a cow to <laughs> stop a cow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's incredible. <laughs> is Mo okay, so was the cow named Moudini before this, or was that name bestowed upon the cow? I'm pretty sure he was named before this, because that's how they phrase it in the article. Is that he's known for this type of No, I'd like to think like some newspaper executive. He's like smoking a cigar and he's like, we're going to call him Moudini. Give <laughs> <laughs> more clicks. I need more pictures of Moudini. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Yeah. I, who do you think made a more attempted effort at freedom? The Yak or Moudini? Oh, I think the Yak. Because I've, I've never heard of a Yak escaping. Yeah, this is actually yeah. incredible that this is a parallel for the Yak story. Yeah. Except that um, we we don't know what happened to the yak. So this is that was a very open ended one. So he's still out there somewhere. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Except Moudini got recaptured. He had to go back to wherever he yeah. escaped. If you know where the yak is, let us know. <laughs> yeah, I know. We just let him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, now he's not gonna know that like this is a safe space for him. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, yak. I got a little new friend for us. Oh. And a little voice crack for you. <laughs> Uh, so I regret to inform all of you. So this is a posthumous friend. Uh, Chris, the famously woolly sheep, has died. No. Uh, so you might remember Chris from a 2015 story where a rogue sheep was found in Australia, I believe. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, it was an, it was found outside of Australia's capital, Canberra, and he was so overgrown with police <laughs> when they found him that he was just they called him like the wooliest sheep ever. <laughs> Apparently he had been lost for like five or six years and had never been sheared during that time. And when they found him, he was like wandering around because he couldn't see. Like, <laughs> he looks like a rock. Damn boy. <laughs> yeah, so um he was kind of like once they found him, he kind of became this national celebrity for Australia. Where it was like, look at this woolly ass sheep. He's a woolly boy. <laughs> what a woolly boy. So yeah, uh, Little Oak Sanctuary was the place that he was being housed, and they said the legendary sheep died on Tuesday in a Facebook post. We are heartbroken at the loss of this sweet, wise, and friendly soul. Imagine being How a is legendary sheep. sheep. Like he, he's, well, he made uh, an escape, so he's probably pretty smart, like Houdini. Yeah, he's some sort of like sage mystic. He's like a shaman sheep. <laughs> well, he was very wise. Like I, I think sheep are one of those animals that yeah, can be yeah. wise because they know what danger looks like. They know how to walk away from it slowly. He's like they don't Rafiki. look at it. Like, yeah, deer. I think sheep are really cool that we can like make clothes out of sheep. <laughs> that was kind of neat, honestly. And we don't have to kill clothes. them. We just have to shave them, like, occasionally. Like, oh, Imagine if your beard could grow clothes. <laughs> if I shaved my beard, it turned it into, like, the clothes they wear. <laughs> or eyebrows, like, in that SpongeBob episode. Those are eyelashes. Eyelashes, excuse me. Yeah. I don't want, uh, I don't want SpongeBob coming after me. Yo, you get the new itchies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could market, like, an itchy novelty sweater. Oh, that's the oh. whole purpose is to be like you buy it for someone and it just has like natural itch fibers in the collar, and it feels like they got a haircut. It's like every- a, yeah, that would be a great prank item. Yeah, like the like the it's always sunny dick towel. I feel like that would be like itchy sweater. <laughs> we could draw dicks. No, no, something funny. So, are we popping fresh today, boys? Oh, oh. I think we are popping fresh today. Um. Oh, let's see. What were we propping fresh about? Uh, uh, Hank, video game correspondent. Let's see. Uh, we got in the reviews in the news lately. Uh, we, we spoke a little bit about it for it first, but uh, Fallout in Vegas recently had a son. Um, he's been doing well. He's uh, graduated, uh, coming out, and is now uh, on the shelves of stores. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's called Outer Worlds or Outer Wilds, depending on how you think of it. Um, <laughs> that was Outer Worlds. Yeah, it's just, just Outer Worlds. I was and, googling uh, Outer Wilds <laughs> for like the last two weeks, and I was conf- so confused. It's basically like, um, you know, Fallen New Vegas recently married uh, Borderlands Two, and you know, it's their kid. It's pretty cool. Yeah, good time. I think when I was reading the kind of the summaries of it, and they were like, "It's about a corporatized society," and I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "This is just Borderlands it, again." Yeah. But now playing it, it's really funny. It's just like. A lot of the characters are like, I'm going to live and die for this canning company. <laughs> like, they can tuna for a living. And they're like, I'm going to live and die by this canning company. Yeah, Borderlands just like, in a world where guns are made by corporations. <laughs> and corporations are made out of guns. Yeah, it's it's a good game, though. I like it. I yeah. tuned the graphics way down so I could get some some good frames. But mm. you know. Oh, I should do that as well. I need, I need more frames. Got to put my pictures up. I was watching my roommate play it on the One X. Which is like supposedly like the powerful console. It was lagging like crazy. It was like not even. It, it doesn't even look good on it. Oh my god! What a what a. And it's probably not even TV. rendering at 1080p. It's probably not. Yeah, they were probably just doing it like that 720. You know, just trying to make it, trying to make it do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just not a very powerful console. But I digress. I don't like Microsoft. <laughs> I know you like Microsoft. You have some choice words for me. 
Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't know if I want to put that out in public, really. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a, I think we should handle it on the deck, especially yeah. after the court order. <laughs> yeah, that's a I don't I don't follow court orders. <laughs> so what do you think? You've been following it a little bit, Alec. Um, it looks pretty good. I'm a big fan of uh, Fallout New Vegas. Um, the you know. It's it's the kind of thing where you know if they were to put it out on some sort of uh, streaming platform that you could you know maybe pay like ten dollars a month for it and like you know p- beat it in a month and like not have to pay the full price for it I would probably play it. All right, oh, I'll, 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 I will give Xbox that they have that Game Pass thing if you want to like basically pirate it. <laughs> <laughs> we make pirating legal. <laughs> Yar. Their new slogan. Do you think pirates, like, if all of a sudden, like, the Spanish Navy was like, all right, piracy's legal, if they would just be like, all right, well, this is no fun, <laughs> and they'd go home? No, because um, if you make it illegal, it'll send piracy onto the black market. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't steal a ship. <laughs> you wouldn't pirate a ship. You wouldn't pirate my doubloons. <laughs> my doubloons. Whatever happened to them? Mm, so, Outer Worlds, give that a try. We'll probably be back with our review for it at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm buy play it. A little bit. Yeah, I don't. Buy it. I didn't want Hank to spoil any part of it for me because I've only played like 25. No minutes. info. I've only played one hour and 25. Yeah, but um, some of the features, you know, in general, it's got like, you know, you sort of RPG. You can hit stuff with the melee stuff. You can shoot stuff with the shooty stuff. Oh, oh I will whoa. give it this. Is though it lets me play as a chef. My name is uh, Chef Badabupe. I'm very good at using. Do you that. wear a chef's hat? Uh, I don't, but I have a big you have chef an apron? mustache. It's yellow. That's awesome. Do you have your uh, cooking cape? No, I'm wearing some sort of uh, bandit gear that I just scraped together off of some dead people. Oh. My character's named uh, Jark Bingman, <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to channel Hank, because Hank's really good at picking character names <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> in RPGs. <laughs> What's the most obscure thing I can think of? Like, the word Jark came to me out of nowhere and just pulled out of nowhere. Dude, you, like, mispronounce jerk? jerk? Yeah. Yeah, we definitely have or a great shark. party when we play our games with Goose Bims and uh, Bopulous Mike. Yeah. <laughs> based uh, on a duck story. Based on a duck story. Yeah. If you based on a duck story. If you try to follow me on PlayStation, you know what's going to happen. Me and Lopez are going to give you the hands. The hands. Doubling yeah, you down. Want, <laughs> you might even get some feet if you're lucky. If you, if you want somebody to give you the hands in Bloodborne cart, uh, Bopulous Mike. Yeah. I'm, I'll be playing Vicar Amelia. <laughs> catch me at the uh, the Cathedral Ward. Yeah, yeah catch me at the Cathedral Ward. Uh, Amelia only. <laughs> Hank, you have a confection for us this week? Let's open up the Prime... Item, get a little audio visual. The uh, Amazon Prime item. <laughs> I got goobers. Goobers. You're a goober. I love these goobers, man. Yeah, I, I just had to keep in keep in touch with the. We've like first we were doing the sour, then we just started doing old flavored, uh, and then I got <laughs> some, uh, some goobers. These are probably straight out of like. 1953. Yeah, please crinkle the the stuff right in front oh, of your microphone. Oh, you can really smell them. Wow. Uh, yeah, so, like, just looking at the box, you know when you go to a movie theater and you see those, like, display candies that are, like, 30 years old? It's like, like this is a classic a candy. Time? Yeah, like, this, like, it looks like it's ancient. Just, like, no artificial flavors and colors. It's just nuts and chocolate. Goober. Nestle milk chocolate, fresh roasted peanut. <laughs> can, I, uh, can I take a look at that? Yeah. It smells real good. I see why they had to put so much plastic wrapping on it. <laughs> Does anyone have any Goober's memories they want to share? 
before I've we actually never these. had goobers. Really? I didn't even know they existed. Because I've only ever seen these at the movie theater. I've yeah. never seen these at the front of like any store. So I'm just curious, like what their what the ingredients are. Do you think they're like raisin heads? Okay, it says the thoughtful portion is two tablespoons. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I can't approximate any of the uh, U.S. customary uh, volumes. It's ridiculous. Like literally any of them. Someone's like, "Oh, it's like twelve ounces." I imagine like a beer. But if it's <laughs> like if it's any more or any less, I literally can't picture it. The uh, cup. Not a not a, a fan pint. Of a like I'm 16, not a big fan of right? Yeah, a pint is or maybe twenty-two. I don't know. Shit. A cup is a pint is 12 ounces is a jug. 32 cups of pints on the wall. <laughs> 100 bottles of pints on the wall. All right. So what do we, we got, got for uh, chemicals in there? Uh, what kind of substances? So it has milk chocolate, which is sugar, chocolate, cocoa butter, nonfat milk, milk fat, lactose, soy, uh, natural flavor, peanuts, sugar, less than 2% of cocoa processed with alkali. Oh, alkali. That's the first name. Tapioca dextrin, confectioner's glaze, which is kind of mysterious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a magical substance. And then there's a TBHQ, which sounds like to be honestly quite <laughs> uh, to preserve freshness. Uh, this does contain milk, soy, and peanuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, it contains peanuts? Yeah. Who would have thought? And it was produced partially with genetic engineering. Ooh, oh. GMOs. Well, yeah, yeah. How else would they get goobers to grow that big? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, does anyone else want to see this? I mean, there's not yeah, really yeah. much information on here. You know, it says a, it says a deliciously wholesome treat on the back. I so like being wholesome. I, I think we can compare this to the uh, Charleston Chew packaging from last week because it's very simple. You know, very stark coloring. Um, you know, very classic looking. This doesn't have like baseball lettering though. Like this is very like classic like product lettering. Here. It's like Keebler Keebler product label. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it really resonates with the name, though. If those are goobers, do you think they're related to goob stoppers? Gobstoppers. <laughs> 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 yeah, this episode's stopping the goob. <laughs> goob Don't let bims. that goob get away. Goob. <laughs> goob bims. Goob is funny word. I, I- yeah, I, the blue is not as aggressive as as it looks from afar. Um, I'm surprised they didn't go with the yellow. Usually, when I think of peanuts, I think of like some sort of brown or M and M's done its job. Then yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the yellow M M&M. and M. All right. Anyways, let's get a taste of these. It's got a uh, press top here, easy opening. Is it easy, Henry? Oh, that's oh. pretty easy. <laughs> wow, right, there's so not even any plastic inside of it. It's just oh shit. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Here, who else gets some goobers? Don't drop the goober. That's inhumane. A zoobergoober105 uh, <laughs> at gmail.com. Email that for any. Uh, use that as my bum email. If you have any complaints. If you have any complaints, zoobergoober105. Yeah. I feel like this is the type of candy I would eat at my grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't. That doesn't bode well for me. Yeah, same. It's like a poor man's Reese cup. Poor man's Reese cup. Okay. I know exactly my opinion of these. Yeah, this is like this is probably the most boring candy I've ever eaten. It's very boring. Really? It's like Yeah, make sure they don't get in the couch. That would that would be killer. Mm. But <laughs> it, Yeah, it's it, it, it's literally a peanut covered in chocolate. It just dissipates the chocolate. It's like, good. I mean, yeah. It's I'm, like eating this like a like there's nothing there. There's no artistry. It's just substance. Yeah. What what if it like uh splurted out peanut juice? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a gusher, like a peanut gusher. That's kind of what I pictured with these. Mm-hmm. And honestly, when I was a kid, I used to be kind of a picky eater. 
And like something like this would be like, oh, it has peanuts in it. Like, ooh, it's gonna be all peanutty. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's just like this is like totally inoffensive. It's just, just a peanut. Mm-hmm. It'd be pretty offensive if you were allergic to peanuts. Oh yeah, that would be really offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, these are um, Alex's are. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna have any more just because I know exactly what they taste like. But I kind of want more because I know what. They I'm taste just hungry like. as hell. Yeah. I need to eat more of these peanuts. All right. <laughs> so this is like a peanut to set. This is like how you satisfy your hunger. Alex, aren't you a uh, peanut connoisseur, a sommelier, if I may? Yeah, this is just, like, extremely standard um, peanut chocolate candy. Like, if you had a peanut Hershey's bar, this is exactly what it would taste like. It's just in the form of, like, a little um, goober, you know? We all know what goobers look like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think a goober is a peanut. Like, like it's a slang word for peanut. Like goober? So this is literally, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Like, it's a peanut. But it's so it's very simple. There's nothing exciting, but we do have like a high ceiling for that here because you know we've had fire extinguishers on the show. <laughs> um, we've eaten packing peanuts before you, um, so you know it, it, it's it's simple. It gets the job done though. It's very tasty. I'm thinking about, you guys rate it. Um, I feel like I need to rate it better than the fire extinguisher. Let me yeah. let me get one more in there. I do want to tell the audience that Hank does eat more of this candy than like anyone else. So. His opinion is based off of like the more data, the, like kind of the the longer category. I'm more, I'm more of a day, I'm more of a weekend category. He's more of a daily category. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're talking about Doug's scores here. Oh man, this one looks like a raisin. I don't know. I feel I'm skeptical. No, honestly, I feel like I'd like raisin nuts more. I'm not a big fan of the peanut. I, I much prefer a small they, they, they are giving me a tingly feel, feeling on my uh, in my gums inside. I oh, I, I get the gum tingle. I don't I don't like it though. It's kind of weird. Is it a preservative thing? You think? How long do you think they've been on the shelf? They're probably shelf stable for like a year and a half. <laughs> All right, I think I'll. Re- Press by March 2020. Get this before Cyberpunk. I think I'll out. give my score here. I'm gonna give it a three and a half, because it's it's very simple, it's very boring, but it's very tasty. I like peanuts and chocolate, and it gets the job. I'm gonna give this a flat three. I think it's just it's it's a peanut covered in chocolate. Like you know, if I had peanuts, I'd be like okay. If I had chocolate, I'd be like okay. You put them together, no, okay, even better. I give it a two. Oh, whoa. What? You ate, what the you ate like a ton of that? What are you talking so, about? No, nah, I'm just like, I view it as slightly below 50%. Like, I don't know. I just like, after eating it, I have these little peanut shards just floating around in my mouth. And I'm not really a big fan of that. Like, it's got a bad, uh, like, I don't know. And it's also like, there's not a whole lot of substance there. Like, usually when I eat, like, things with peanuts in it, it's like, give me that hungry stat boost or whatever. Yeah. Make me, like, not hungry, but these are too small. They're ins- it's like eating mosquitoes. It just doesn't work. Can I go on a small tangent? Sure. Yes. So I had one of those Reese's, like, what is that? It's like Reese's Layer Crunch. It had, like, a very thin, like, peanut wafer. Okay. And it was kind of like this. Like, it had a lot of whole peanuts sitting in peanut butter covered in chocolate. And it had this, like, very thin peanut wafer in the middle. Now, that was amazing because of all the textures in it. It had this crispiness. It had this crunchiness from the it's peanuts. Like the take five. It had a little bit of salty. Yeah, it was like the Take Five. And I think that was like that's what the goober should be mm. is something like that. It should it needs be like a third oh, thing. Put a pretzel in there. Oh my god! If there was oh. pretzels in that, yeah. If they I gave that like nice. a pretzel coating, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, definitely a thing. They gotta though, add so. some caramel, I think, to this. Oh yeah, if they put something chewy in the middle, mm. like a little nougat on the outside, oh, maybe nougat. like a. Well, that's just a Snickers bar then. And it yeah. should be like a yeah. gobstopper. Yeah, you know what? This is just a version Snickers, Snickers. This is like bar. A, this is like a prototype for like all the other peanut candies. Like this is like so simple that all the other candies like just elevate this idea. But that's no, what listen, makes listen, it listen. so powerful. 
So you, you take a peanut, then you put the caramel on top, then you put peanut butter on top, then you put a pretzel on top. Then you put Hank a, is just so hungry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> then you put the chocolate. It'd be ultimate. They, they'd be these like gobstoppers, but instead of just powdered sugar, it'd be like powdered peanuts or something. <laughs> they dust it, it in the yeah. dust. <laughs> oh, they make it like a gobstopper. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a peanut you suck on for like a long time. I, I think uh, peanut and chocolate, you know, that's got to be my favorite combo. Ice cream. Candy, dinner, anything. <laughs> ice cream <laughs> with dinner. That's a great combo. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're pre-dinner ice I cream. I have to eat a large peanut but, steak with chocolate sauce. But yeah, the comments, you know, these past comments really resonate with me. But, Henry, I don't understand your methodology <laughs> at all when it comes to rating these. I, I have to say it's like four and a half. And Whoa! The, I will continue to eat these, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> but what are they... You talked about not liking the gum feel. That doesn't no, no, seem no, no, like... No, 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 But the thing is, it, it, you know, how... um. It's like when you were a kid and you had a loose tooth and you just kept picking at it, kept picking at it, waiting yep. for it to come out. If the audience wants to know, Lopez has no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, with your adult teeth too, thank you, Ian. But when I, when I was a kid at least and I had these like loose teeth, I always wanted to go back and, you know, the pain was a little odd, but I, I, it, was, it, was, it was oddly just like, I'll go back to it. Alex, you want some. I see it. You know, I hate so, to say it, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, like when you go like post-dentist, like yeah, when yeah. you're driving your car away from the dentist's office and you're like, ooh, my mouth feels so clean and so swollen. <laughs> <laughs> I love when they poke my gum. And... Uh, I ha that's why I got to give it a four and a half. I, I, I really do like the tingly feeling. I'm going to go back and eat some more. So this candy reminds you of the dentist. And I, I like the dentist. I, I like the dentist. I, I always get compliments there for saying, hey, you don't have any teeth that are dirty because you don't have any teeth. <laughs> well, I've never been there. I go to the Crentice. <laughs> <laughs> that's our in-house dentist. <laughs> All right, well, I think on that note, we're going to head off to Intermission Island. Wait, and, uh, one last thing. Where are we dropping? So I'm, I've been doing some experimenting with these goobers, and instead of eating them like a normal functional human, I've just been sucking on them like a gobstopper. And okay. I ate all the chocolate, so now I just have peanuts in my mouth. But the chocolate <laughs> was really good. <laughs> Actually, I, I do want to say one, one more thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you put this out at a bar instead of the bar peanuts, it would be all right. It'd be a hit. I'd sure. be, a lot of people would be like, sure. hey, I like them goobers. Yeah, well, barkeep, get the goobers ready. <laughs> with a nice stout, eat up the yeah. goobers. <laughs> all right, let's all right. head off to intermission. Boop. Give us great tasting goobers to gobble, Gert. Guys and girls from Green Bay to Greenwich are going gaga about gobbling great tasting goobers. I won't go without great tasting goobers to gobble. Goobers are gorgeous golden peanuts in gobs and gobs of glorious Nestle milk chocolate. So the goobers you gobble taste gloriously great. I'm goofy about gobbling great tasting goobers. And goobers let you gobble gobs of great tasting goobers and still have goobers galore to gobble with the gang. Golly, I go for guys who go for great tasting goobers. Hey, yo, I love goobers. Hey, I love these goobers. I love the goobers, man. Hey, get some goobers. Hey man, I'm gonna get some of these goobers right here. I might get two goobers. I might get three goobers. I might get four goobers. I might get five goobers. Boom. Alright, and we're back with the fresh and current content. You know it. That's what I always say. Mm. I always say you know it. You always know you know it. Yep. And you know what else I know? I know that we're about to be fresh off the assembly line. <laughs> 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 Ooh, 
Halloween <laughs> spooky. <laughs> what do you got for us, Alex? Um, fresh off the assembly line. Oh, oh, I got Peebo. Peebo. Peebo, the personal bot. Oh. <laughs> Peebo is always with you. Oh no. He's always with you. He's always watching. How big is he? Uh, Peebo's this tall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. That's so informative. So this is from the Peebo website. Peebo likes to hang out with people, and he hates being alone. Peebo is still young, but it wants to let friends know about the world through the internet. Hmm. Uh oh. This yeah. So th- I this set off my hmm. This, this personal <laughs> this personal robot is trying to take my personal data. Um, tell me what you see, hear, and feel. I will always be friends with you. So yeah. So I feel like he watches me sleep. <laughs> is Peebo better or worse than Furby? <laughs> Peebo. Well, Peebo is always with you. <laughs> Like though, is it just a generic looking robot esque thing? Humanoid. Humanoid. Or the best comparison I can say is that it's um a three foot tall Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Oh, let's see if I can look look it up. I wrote I wrote I wrote Peebo robot. I P it's P I B O P I B O. Oh Peebo. Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> your clown. He nose. does look like the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man. Yeah, he kind of looks like a Lego version. He looks like a Fisher Price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peebo's your personal bot. So yeah, it wants to collect your data and share it with its friends. He's like he- if a marshmallow and the Michelin Man had sex, and that was their <laughs> product. All right, so I'm on the Peebo website. <laughs> yeah, uh, hacked in. Yeah, it says a uh, story. Peebo likes to hang out with people as much as he likes. Peebo likes to hang out with people as much as it looks round and round and hates being alone. That makes no sense. <laughs> Is that even a grammatical sentence? It, it, sometimes I feel like I can't read, and this then I remember probably, I'm reading things that like are unreadable. This has probably been translated from Japanese, for sure. Still young, but Peebo wants to let friends know about the world through the internet and SNS. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you think he can fight on your behalf? Oh, they have a schedule. So, Oh, my God. So Peebo is like, like an oppressive... like. Uh, neurotic parent like it says good morning wake up uh people t- so people talks to you it tells you the weather it tells you your schedule you have an appointment lunch with jane at 13 o'clock and all you have it, three hours all of this is just a phone that yells at you just like a regular phone but it's been humanized so that you feel bad for ignoring yeah Do you think he'll actually yell at you if you're late it's a, he can send you messages on your phone and he says uh i love you when you text him i love you <laughs> how much does it cost that I don't even know. Well, I can tell you some of the features. So it has um, two 3-watt speakers, built-in camera, um, an infrared sensor, and a built-in microphone and vibration sensor. <laughs> so it can sense vibration? <laughs> yeah. It doesn't vibrate? If you start Thank vib- God. Thank God. <laughs> for your displeasure. Yeah. Uh, he's got one USB port. That's not enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> I need at least two. Yeah. Give him a dongle. It's got two two hours running time. I like how it says camera, five megapixel camera, mouth. So like he opens his mouth and there's a camera pointed at you. Oh my Say God. cheese. Dude, it has a five megapixel mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely going to let Peebo into my heart and into my home. <laughs> it will always be with you. He's a lot like the cat house. And for those of you who are concerned, he's not a Russian bot. He is a... Uh, Japanese bot. What is KR? Like, what is the... 
Or maybe yeah, it's I think, oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's the Korean. Yeah, so he's a he's a Korean friend. So this could almost be a new friend, Peebo. Yeah, Pe- Peebo is my new friend because all I presented was a new feed today. So yeah. Hank, you got a you got something off the assembly line I've for us? I've got something. It's coming down the line. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, Halloween costume, but not just any Halloween costume. It is the excellent fried egg adult Halloween costume. One size fits all breakfast food. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, this this costume it lets you express yourself. Come out of your shell this oh, year uh. with excellent fried egg. From Haunt Look, it's oh. sure to have your friends cracking up, <laughs> scrambling for a last-minute costume. This is exactly what you need. It's easy to slip over your clothes for those chilly nights. It will keep you warm. This costume will fit all. Explore its possibilities. Wear it for Halloween, Easter, dress contest. <laughs> oh, this will solve your Easter costume. <laughs> <laughs> During breakfast or brunch time. Brunch time. <laughs> <laughs> this is my brunch outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but only for breakfast and brunch. No, don't don't try to use this at dinner. <laughs> what if dinner you have what if you, what if you have breakfast for dinner? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Devilish materials made of 100% polyester, which guarantees a breathable, sturdy texture. Hang wash and hand dry. Do not iron or bleach. Imagine you- wearing a Halloween costume enough times that you have to wash. It. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're like Jack Skellington. Yeah. Every Halloween every NBA. year you put on your Jack Skellington costume. But yeah, no. This costume, like, it'll keep you warm. Um, it'll help you eat breakfast. Uh, you can wear it at Easter. It fits in with the Easter mentality. Um, Easter mindset. Like <laughs> we all have an Easter mindset. <laughs> I'm I'm a really big fan of those like utilitarian things. Like you have an egg costume. There's never any excuse not to wear your egg costume. It's so easy to wear and breathable. <laughs> I wonder what other costumes you could play it off as. Like oh, I'm the sun. Like <laughs> <laughs> like what's another thing you could? I'm the yellow man. I'm the uh, I'm a nucleus. <laughs> oh, you could say I'm a. Uh, yeah, I'm a nucleus. Or, um, I'm what came first. I'm a pancake with a smaller yellow pancake in the middle of it. Nah. Mm-hmm. nah. Yeah. Well, no. how much does this cost? Um, well, well, nice. You didn't even show us a picture either. Three easy payments of $5. So $15? Yep. Or, or what? It's $15, but you can't pay it all. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great costume. I like the flannel that the yeah, model right. is wearing underneath it. That it's doesn't look... I, that no, th- I, that looks awful. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally just a white tarp with an orange spot in the middle. What do the reviews say? You are what you eat. Oh, I don't. But uh, no, there's there's no reviews. No one's ever bought this before. Oh, so this is one of those like spirit Halloween like <laughs> stores that opens up for like fifteen minutes. <laughs> Excellent fried egg, one size fits all. That's all right. about it. Well, I look forward to seeing you in that when we have the uh, the current fresh Halloween party next week. Yeah. Well, with only fifteen dollars, I have ball. no excuse not to get it. Yeah. Be the big egg I am. So when I talk about scary things, the human body to me is the scariest uh, thing in the whole world, right? The ocean, man. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, OSHA. For this for this week, I have the ear camera, 1080p full HD wireless earwax removal endoscope, super lights lens Wi-Fi ear endoscope with six LED lights, ear autoscope camera with three axis gyroscope compatible with smartphone and tablet. 
There's oh my a lot, God. a lot of scopes here. A lot of scopes. There's a this product has a lot of scope, and we're gonna cover it. Uh, mm. We're gonna walk through the product description. So this is a wireless ear scope. No worry with the cable problem. <laughs> the <laughs> cable problem. <laughs> the Wi-Fi is built on the inside of the small body. 1080p, two megapixel lens, full HD can provide superior clean, clear image. The lens has six LED lights that can help you remove earwax much easier. Well, okay. So does it remove the earwax? As a as a fan of no scopes, this product is awful. <laughs> oh, no scoping your ears every day with the <laughs> with the Q-tip. Yeah, this is way too many scopes for my liking. Yep. Who knows uh, what you can find in your ear? I mean, this is pretty self-explanatory. I think there were a few like little things in here that I thought were funny. Um, it says that you can. Oh yeah, it says you can use it for convenient daily inspection of the ear, nose, mouth, throat, and other health conditions. The idea that someone would be endoscoping their body every day. <laughs> Time for my endoscope. Like, you have to check. I got to check my orifices. Well, it's two o'clock. <laughs> what else am I going to do on 2 o'clock on a Wednesday? Yeah. Um, so, I wanted to hop down into the reviews because some of them are pretty funny. As I figured, a lot of this um, appeals to hypochondriacs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, very, they're very into the endoscope market. Of course. Okay. Yep. Um, someone wrote. Hang on. Ew, is that a picture of someone's ear? Yeah, there's actually a lot of pictures of ears in here. Um, ear holes, not even like the good parts of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like is the, the lobe your favorite part? Me, <laughs> so here's the top review. It's from Eric Lowe. He gives it five Eric stars. Lowe. He actually, it was a month ago he reviewed this. He says, so I was convinced a bug crawled into my ear a few weeks ago. A complete <laughs> phobia of mine. I hated the fact that I had to wait to go to the doctor and check it out. Only for them to tell me it was nothing. <laughs> so this is a hypochondriac. This yeah, is your like textbook hypochondriac. He or knew there was nothing. Could be heavily addicted to drugs. Yeah. Or there is a bug in his ear and he just can't feel it anymore. <laughs> He's a horrible doctor. It climbed into his brain. It's now controlling him like a little machine. Little plankton. When I discovered these exist, I was instant. I was instantly interested since being able to check my own ears would have saved me a copay. As long as you don't mind jabbing your eardrum, it's pretty safe to use. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty that wild. Sound that, that sounded very ironic at the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Someone wrote before this product. I was so afraid to remove my kid's earwax. This was the first time I cleaned her ear. She is five years old. Does it also <laughs> clean your earwax? I think you actually like you know those like bulb syringes that they like give new mothers and stuff for like mm-hmm. cleaning the baby's ears and yeah. nose. Like I think you do need to clean someone's ears before the age of five. The fact that this person waited so long is kind of a uh, that's kind of bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, that poor kid's probably can't even hear anything. I wonder if the wax yeah. like overflowed. And oh, like the kid's got like grody ears. Kind of like Chris the sheep. Oh Ooh. yeah, overgrown. Yeah. The overgrown. wax is overgrowing the ears. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for the ear camera. It's pretty grody. I figured Halloween body horror. You know, mm-hmm. bugging, bugging ear. What is this new friend or something? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I actually have another segment. Back to back speaking roles for me. Oh. It's the uh, the flashback. Back in time. Back again. <laughs> back in black. Yeah. Well, this time, we, uh, what, what do we got? We got do, 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 do. So this time we got James B. Francis, who is a, uh, he's a Lowell character from way back when. It's the, uh, the engineering college is named after him at UMass Lowell. Uh, so he was born in Southley, Oxfordshire, England on May 18th, 1815, where he worked as an apprentice to his father for four years at the Port Craw Railway and Harbour Works in South Wales. Oh. So, 
pretty he's he's got a lot of experience on like engineering type stuff. He's a big engineer guy. Big into trains. So Oh, big in trains? He was eventually appointed like he had a whole career. I'm not gonna go into every job he's ever held. But in eighteen forty one the proprietors of the locks and canals appointed him the task of determining the quantities of water drawn by the mills along the canal. So he was basically the guy who figured out how much water they need to run all the mills that make all the cool products that we review. Like back in the day, we would have if Crent Fresh was around back then, we'd be reviewing pantyhose, leader hosen, textiles, yeah, yeah. socks, rugs, (laughs) overalls, definitely overalls. I would have reviewed the hell out of overalls. (laughs) Maybe we could have even got our hands on some books. Those (laughs) new (laughs) fans. So um, yeah, he basically like ramped up all the. He made the turbines more efficient. He like provided more water. Like he never touched a shovel though. The article makes sure to say that. Like he never once did anything to actually build any of the things that he designed, but I digress. Anyway, he has a, there's a little story about, about this town. So oh, the gate! Yeah, the gate. So, Lowell's changing landscape in the 1840s, Francis realized that a granite structure at the guard locks could not keep the water back. So, what he did was, he read the notes of one of his friends, Uriah Boyden, and he realized that the area had actually flooded in 1785 and was due for another flooding <laughs> at some point. Oh, man. So he recognized that the weakest point of Lowell was the guard locks, and he decided to build a 27-foot-tall, 25-foot-wide, 21-ton gate made out of Georgia pine. Oh, Oh, the best kind of pine. Yeah. (laughs) He treated it with zinc to stop it from rotting, and the gate would be dropped if the need should arise. So the gate was built in the year 1850 and deemed impractical, but on the morning of April 22, 1852, it was put to the test. The city was in danger of flooding, and at 3.15 a.m., the iron shackle that held the gate in place was shattered by someone or something. Uh Uh-oh. And the gate was dropped, and the city was saved. No one knows who actually severed the shackle that saved the city, but many suspect it was Isaac Page, the gatekeeper at the guard locks. Uh, So, James B. Francis was basically paraded around as a hero, and everyone's like, oh, he's a jolly good fellow, that sort of thing. Uh, But (laughs) here's the story they don't tell anyone. And by they, I mean, like, me. No, I've never heard this story from anyone, <laughs> yeah. so. Uh, on the other side of the gate, he flooded, like, the whole other side of town. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, every, half the town was, like, super pissed. And then the other half of the town was like, he's a he hero. He saved the downtown. <laughs> he saved, um, he's like, he's a hero. And then everyone else is, like, shoveling the water out of their houses. That's near South Campus. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I thought that story was so funny that they named the engineering college after him. Like, he did flood half the town. Like, let's not forget that. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, he flooded the right less important part. He yeah, he probably shit. left all, he let all the rich people, like, not have a flooded house. Yeah, but he all. waged environmental warfare against <laughs> half of the town. Yeah. Um, so he has one of the, uh, he has a granite gravestone, which I don't know if you know anything about gravestones, but those are the ones that, like, still look new. Yeah, yeah. it's like, really? you have to prestige, yeah. like, three or four times in life. <laughs> like, if you build a granite tombstone, it sits forever. So he's got a nice granite tomb over at, uh, at the Lowell Cemetery. So check that out if you're in town. If you're in town, go check out the, maybe tell him maybe you weren't so great. Yeah, they don't teach you about that in Lowell class. Yeah, don't spit on his grave or anything. Just maybe, like, just tell him. Just carry a bunch of dollars. Uh, like, just carry a bunch of cash them. with you. No phone. Uh, and any valuables when you go visit the gravestone. <laughs> yeah. That's a, definitely a good part of town to have a lot of valuables in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always carry my valuables. 
<laughs> I, I do love that he did get the big fuck you off to the town though, or to all, you know all of, all of his haters. Yeah, he's like all you haters. I'm gonna flood your house. So uh, there's actually a new one there now, and I, it's made out of like it's the same design. It's literally a thing that you drop into the canal, mm-hmm. but it's made of steel, I guess. So not as interesting. This was made out of Georgia pine. Georgia pine. Georgia pine. Georgia. Not Georgia. And steel. zinc. All right. So to carry on my uh, my soliloquy. Uh, we're on to a new segment called New Perspectives. Or, the viewer mail opens up to reveal to us the boundless knowledge of the human mind. And uh, we only have one this week. It comes from my dear friend, Ass Nicholson. So, <laughs> thank oh, you, God Ass. Love Ass Nic- Thanks, uh, I love Ass. Ass Nicholson. Yeah, looking at the analytics, we actually have a lot of uh, listeners in California. So, thank you, Ass, for spreading the good word out there. So, uh, I know how Ass Nicholson speaks, and he wrote this uh, unique subject line on the email he sent, so I'm just going to read it like he would read it and want me to read it. Crigades. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what he sent us is the uh, Amazon.com link to Josh's crickets, uh, three-quarter inch <laughs> banded crickets, 1,000 count. And uh, oh. my attention is uh, focused mostly, so basically it's just a box of crickets. So like, I, This guy will send you a box of crickets. Durable. Fresh, long-lasting. Filled yeah. with protein, they forget to mention. <laughs> These are the longest-lasting crickets on the market. Not if I get a hand on them. Honestly, <laughs> I have a use for a thousand crickets. Do I you? got a lizard who's like, I would love to eat a thousand crickets. So this is like a lifetime supply of, like, <laughs> Well, it depends Doritos how long they last, because, like, I could just have a bunch of dead crickets. But they're long-lasting. These are immortal crickets. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, longer than you do. when you read the reviews, you find out that they're really not immortal. Oh. No. So I want to read a review from... If you specifically look at the one-star review... Yes. So honestly, there's so many one-star reviews that all say the same thing that it can't possibly be false. Like, yeah. And I doubt anyone would be like slandering <laughs> like the cricket. Anyway, uh, Mrs. Fishy Fins gives it a one-star review. Uh, and she wrote, uh, most of the shipment arrived dead. She wrote, most of the crickets arrived dead and they were supposed to survive on a rotten potato. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very frustrated because I bought from this vendor before and decided them to give another chance. It seems like even more crickets arrived dead this time. Now I don't have enough to feed my beardies. Oh, the beardies. <laughs> That's what I would be feeding. And I uh, need to go buy overpriced local PetSmart. Needless to say, I will not be purchasing again. So that was one bad review. And then um, scrolling down, I think there was a few more. Those dragons will eat a lot of crickets. Yeah, so James Nudson wrote... Uh, Pretty sure I didn't get the correct number of crickets. Oh. <laughs> you count? Did you count? Supposed to be a thousand count cricket. Yeah, so that one didn't go very well for them. Uh, let me see if I can get to the next page of of one star reviews because there were some good ones on there too. Um, I don't know why I'm not seeing it now. Where is it gone? Maybe they took the reviews back because they felt bad about leaving a poor product. Maybe they're review. censoring the bad reviews. Okay, I'm. This is upsetting because nobody's talking about how they sound. Yeah. How funny they are. Yeah, uh, I can't get to the second page. What are, Damn, what other, I had some good stuff on that. What other uses other than feeding them to beardy? How good they are for pranks. Oh. Uh, Imagine just waking up and having a thousand crickets in your house. You'd never be able to sleep again. Imagine falling asleep and having a thousand crickets in your house. Imagine having a house. <laughs> Dude, you'd have to get one of those endoscopes to check your ears for crickets when you wake up the next day. Yeah, wow. this just comes in the bundle. It comes in the bundle. God, I cannot... Frequent, frequently bought with. Endoscope. <laughs> with the endoscope. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, maybe this is the bug that crawled in that guy's ear. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sort by top rated most recent, I guess. Uh, let's see. You should do most sad. Whoever puts the most emotion. Oh, next page. I found it. 
God. <laughs> it only takes you back. To the how first are they? Page. How are, I'm, I, I still I still can't get over the fact that they have to survive off of a rotten potato. Yeah, the, it's too much budget to use like a regular potato, so they have to use only the rotten one. <laughs> They so, should have a potato tender. Well, they have a really good relationship with the rotten potato industry. They just put them in there with a chicken tender. <laughs> uh, Mike wrote, 20% arrived dead, 30 to 40% were not banned crickets. So he wanted, like, illegal crickets, I assume. <laughs> and uh, there was one more I wanted to find. Uh, uh, buy me some time. You know how this works. Um, Let's see. I'd like to buy uh, one unit of time, please. I'm just going to get my uh, checkbook out right now and start, you know, writing. Sold! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, Browers, this is our last one-star review. He wrote, have you ever been frustrated by dead crickets? <laughs> <laughs> wrote, Don't buy these either. Opened and dumped them out to find half dead and a hand warmer inside the box. Hand <laughs> warmer? <laughs> so I think there's a, a trend with these where... This guy is literally just filling a box with crickets, and then he's throwing a random piece of shit in the box with the crickets for like for whatever purpose to so like keep them alive or to feed them. Are there any good reviews? Um, Put the hand warmer in a potato. And yeah, then it's, the crickets eat that. so that's only six uh, percent is one one star. The rest of it is Josh's crickets came alive. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> yeah, that's a bar for five stars. Yeah, I was extremely pleased with the crickets. <laughs> Arby, my gecko, was so happy. I guess it really is hit or miss. Like you're gonna give it five stars if they're alive and one if they're not. Yeah, I just want to give a how shout. Much, out. How much do these things cost? Oh yeah, uh, that's sixty dollars. I bet it's like it has to be like fifteen dollars. That's not that much. It's just crickets. I mean, yeah, let me find it. Thirty bucks. Thirty oh, bucks. Wait, so a thousand crickets? We're gonna get Wait. a million crickets. That's three cents per cricket. That's, that's pretty expensive. Lot. And what? what, a Petco? Petco's overpriced, that lady said. Yeah. I mean, how much does a cricket cost? Just go outside and hunt it's, crickets. Exactly. You can hear Dude, them. Dude, they're really too full of zinc from the logs. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, eat, they're out there the eating the zinc log. That Yeah, I wouldn't want to fight one of those hefty badass. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I think that's all we have for, uh, for content today. So uh, if you want to send us some fresh content, you Please. can email us at crentfresh at gmail.com. Please email us. Please. Yeah. Please, please, <laughs> please. With sugar and a cherry. Yeah, with sugar and a cherry. <laughs> Special thank you to Lopez. Oh, hello. Yeah, thank you for having me very here. Very good, very good. Do you want people to follow you on some sort of social media platform, or do you want to stay yeah. anonymous? Yeah, please uh, follow me at Manana Hammock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can follow me and uh, my. <laughs> follow me and Lopez <laughs> at Manana Hammock. Uh, or, do you have anything to plug? Do you want to plug anything? Um, yes. Uh, quick plug: nickzuber.com. Uh, <laughs> great website for any sort of needs regarding uh, arb- arbory cleaning services and uh, software development. More so, arbory. Yep, and you'll be hearing from his lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> which happens to be me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Hank, you got anything for us? Um, you know what I'm going to say? I'm just going to f- say it's the... Uh, uh, follow me on Twitter. Goose Bims. Yeah, that, yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's probably important. Too. Do you have an Instagram? Yeah. No, I don't do any of that, um, that foul... Anything that Mark Zuckerberg has touched with his tiny little hands. <laughs> <laughs> his lizard hand. That's Dude, topical. he's got the uh, Augustus Caesar haircut now because oh, yeah, he's yeah. been getting really into him. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg's... Um, 
Madame Tussauds wax figure is way more lifelike than he is. <laughs> look up pictures. Look it up right now. Pause this. Look it up. Alex, you got anything for us? Yeah. Follow me uh, <laughs> at Badminton Boys on Twitter. I'll bake you a cake. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. All right. So I think on that note, um, what else? Oh, yeah. Big thanks to Bulldata for the use oh, of our course. theme song, oh, Roadhouse Ruse, off of Bulldata's Tavern. Buy that album. Buy it. Buy. 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 Buy it. Buy it. This was the Halloween episode. Have Stay a- spooky. Yeah, spooky. it was really spooky. Have a spooktacular, uh, spooky ween. We, we don't want many people to die uh, in the skeletal war. Remember so, to uh, buy your egg costume. If, yeah. you, if you get any of the um, Ken Ham dinosaur money, send it to us. Yep. If you wear a uh, an egg costume, uh, definitely send us a picture. Hell yeah. Oh, for sure. Hashtag All right. All right. Uh, see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Say cheese.